What's the word? Sports betting nation. Aces high here with you from SB Intel. I am joined today by the fabulous Hardways Mike. How you doing, Hardways? Hardways. <laughs> Aces. I'm, I'm all so juiced up. I don't even know my own name here. So, yes, Aces doing great. It's a Monday. It was a great weekend across sports and sports betting. How was your weekend? Did you make some money this weekend? No, it was not a good weekend for me to say the least. The good thing about the weekend was I was actually low on action. I did not take many bets. The ones I did take didn't pan out so well as opposed to last week. But the funny thing about it is I won my pick'em on the Wojnowal pick'em. So it's just how it goes. If I lose my pick'em, I'm usually profitable. If I win it, not so much. So, hey, here's to losing the rest of the pick'ems, my man. Now, let me ask you, when you make those pick'ems, you and Woj on the Woj and Wall pick'em as part of the College Football Rundown podcast, do you guys bet between each other? Do you bet with a sports book, or is it just for fun, or are you placing your own monies down? Sometimes, on rare occasion, we bet against each other. It happened last week. It just so happened that we took the exact same game opposite sides, and the man, Woj, got crushed by his superior aces high, let me tell you. We did not betted against each other. I did take money. It was Alabama, Tennessee. He wanted Tennessee. I wanted Bama minus eight and a half. I put it on the sports book. Won't say which one. It's really only one or two I can (laughs) choose from these days. I think the madman Woj put his over there on Tennessee on the sports book plus eight and a half, but they didn't give him anything back because he lost this week, my friend. Yeah, that was an interesting game. Why don't we just jump into NCAA football as long as we're talking about it. The Tennessee Alabama game. What a Tale of two halves there. Tennessee looks dominant. They look like a team that was just in control. I think they went into halftime up by 13, 20 to 7. And then in the second half, Alabama figured something out. Saban, you can never count him out. That final score, I don't know that Tennessee scored more than three points in the second half in that game. Did you watch it? Uh, I didn't watch the whole game. I was watching parts of it here and there because, you know, the Iowa game was on at the same time. But I did see at the beginning Alabama was getting crushed, flipped back and forth, wasn't happy about it. And I believe actually Tennessee didn't score in the second half at all. I guess I could pull it up and look, but they just got absolutely trounced. Like you said, in the second half, it was Bama's game thereafter the second period or second yeah, quarter. I just did look it up. Yeah, number 17 in the nation, Tennessee did not score in the second half. Alabama was completely dominant. They scored their own 27 points in the second half. And it worked out for me because I had – a same game parlay that included Alabama minus eight and a half took that main line spread and it worked out. Yeah, it was also shaking my boots a little bit. Another one that was a bit surprised. Well, let's talk about that Iowa game. You uh, you have had opinions about it since the game ended, uh, as per our group chat. So tell me what what what's your feeling on how that game ended? Well, I, I just I I have two eyes, you know, so I can see things. So my opinion is clearly Iowa got screwed out of a win. It was absolutely atrocious. I hope something like that does not happen to another football team because clearly Iowa should have won that football game. It was an exciting end to it. It's unfortunate that such a pivotal game. I mean, we're talking about a football game, Iowa versus Minnesota. Minnesota did win 12 to 10 because of that bad officiating. But we're talking about a game that is pivotal in the Big Ten West over there. This could decide the conference because of that. I don't even want to call it a blown call. It really wasn't a blown call. You know, it went to replay and they just straight up got it wrong. It was incredible. I'm not happy about it, clearly. And I I just hope it doesn't happen to anybody else again. Yeah, it was not a good call. And the thing is, you have to look across the entirety of NCAA football and NFL. In the NFL, there were two games that were directly decided by questionable officiating calls. And that was the Iowa one was certainly a questionable, if not outright wrong call there 
So now we have officials deciding games as sports bettors. We need to be aware of that, and we need to be cautious about putting too much of our bankroll into a game if uh, factors outside of the actual game. Because you can't model for bad officiating, right? So if we consider that we need to be aware of officials deciding games, it's going to go in bad beats, certainly, but it's not something that you want to see. It was a tough weekend for the officials across both the NCAA and the NFL. Another game that was... Not in doubt, but certainly somebody that got tested was Texas versus Houston. I assume you watched that game, yes? Oh, man, I had so angry. I don't know if you saw the news, but Mr. Gouris is out for the year now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, Texas came through with the win. They beat Houston. They did not do it in the fashion that I would have expected. Mr. Worthy, a man that we talked about, I don't know if anybody ended up betting his player props. He had a good football game. He had almost 100 yards. He had a touchdown. He carried Texas for a little bit there. I was not happy with the way they won the football game, but they won the football game, and that's what counts. That's the most important thing. I don't know where the ranking is going to go. We'll see what happens today. Another one, the Florida State team, they look good. I mean, I know that you're not a huge fan what? of them. They, they, they look good? Well in, the second, well, in the fourth quarter, they look good. In the fourth quarter, there you go. That 14-point okay. spread in the fourth quarter, which I, that's one that I had as well, minus 13.5 on Florida State. And I was another shaking in my boots, but Florida State managed to turn it up. Sometimes you have those fourth quarters that go for you and sometimes against you. It depends on the weekend. This one, I was getting everything lucky in the fourth quarter. Yeah, absolutely. And I, you corrected to the fourth quarter, so I'll let you buy in this one. But you're talking about a Florida State team that was favored by two touchdowns to a pretty good Duke football team. I don't. I mean, they covered the spread, yes, but again, it all came down to that one quarter. I, th- I thought Duke was, I mean, they were dominating the last quarter of the football game. Yeah, no doubt about that. Getting lucky on some of these breaks. How about a couple of games that were surprising from the Pac-12? Washington, number five in the nation, struggling against Arizona State. And get this, I just I saw this stat today. Michael Penix, the Heisman contender, has not accounted for a Washington touchdown in the last two games. What do you make of that? Um, I don't know. I mean, it's, I don't know. I put much faith in it. He's got over 2,500 passing yards on the season. So to say he's not doing his part would be just completely wrong. He does have 20, I think 20 some touchdowns on the season also. So he's been doing his part. I, I think that, you know, they were playing Oregon last week. They had that rough game against Arizona. I, I just, I don't know about this Washington team. Everything that I think of the PAC 12 goes back to that USC loss to Notre Dame. So they're kind of a, you know, a third or fourth tier conference at this point in my mind all because of that one loss where i know washington is a good football team and you know they haven't lost a game this season so we shall see how they are going forward i'm not too worried about Penix. that's very fair one more because you did bring up that pac-12 conference we had usc everybody thought they were going to steamroll this conference they have now lost two games they lost to utah 34 to 32 that no no doubt that usc defense is not there but they couldn't do enough to overcome a utah offense which surprisingly put up 34 points without Cameron rising who's likely not to play anymore this year I mean you could go out there with you with your grandmother and a couple of your nephews and take <laughs> down that USC defense let me tell you Utah not a team that has scored much at all this season they rely on their defense which funny enough they did give up 32 to USC in that win but still USC has a very powerful offense I'm just saying the whole point I want to make with that is that anyone can score on that USC defense so I'm not I wouldn't be too proud if I was Utah in this scenario. Well, let's move on to week nine. We have, again, Conference USA is 
It's great for if you're a football fan, but if you're trying to handicap games, we've got games starting again tomorrow at 6 o'clock with New Mexico State and Louisiana Tech and then Liberty and Kentucky. So let's look over at our game boards for this, our Moneyline game board. This one's a close one, New Mexico State and Louisiana Tech, minus 127. Louisiana Tech is the favorite there at home. That minus 127 is over on Bat Rivers. If you want to back New Mexico State, the Aggies there, plus 120 over on Bat MGM. And then Liberty and Western Kentucky. Western Kentucky with that incredible quarterback play from uh what the heck is his name keaton salter i think his name is but western kentucky plus 165 they are the dog in this and liberty minus 177 on bet rivers i don't know if you follow conference usa at all aces any thoughts on these games no i'm, I'm a little disappointed we're not getting our normal you know matching yet around this time we usually get it but uh other conferences are apparently taking over i'm gonna lay off you know these two games if i was gonna bet anything i might take western kentucky i just i don't like betting against liberty i think liberty is a football team that you will bet on on occasion i will not because every time i bet against them or bet on them i just seem to lose so i'm gonna stay away from that one new mexico state is a team i like to you know usually bet on and they're the underdog in this one plus 120 if i did something it would probably be on that new mexico state money line the best line right now is plus 120 over there on bet mgm that's where i'd go but odds are I will not be betting either of those matchups tomorrow. Yeah, I love betting on Liberty. And I, I misspoke earlier. Keaton Salter is the quarterback for Liberty. Austin Reed is the quarterback for West Kentucky. But Liberty is 7-0 and in Conference USA, and they have just looked absolutely outstanding on offense. So I'll be keeping an eye on these two games. We'll see where that money line goes for Liberty. We've got more Conference USA games on Wednesday, and then we do have Thursday games as well. We've got Power 5 games starting on Saturday. I'm not sure if we have a yeah, – we got Syracuse and Virginia Tech, so – Take that for what it's worth. But you're right. feels like Tuesday Night Maction is starting later this year than usual. And I think that's probably when you're going to get back into the Tuesday games because that starts next week. Northern Illinois, in fact, takes on Central Central Michigan next Tuesday on Halloween. Yes, sir. And I'd be hammering that if I did not live in Illinois. Although I might not be an NIU fan if I didn't live in Illinois for that matter. But we here in Illinois cannot bet on our favorite northern illinois huskies i I think they're gonna win that football game i think they're gonna win it pretty handily too but unfortunately we can't bet it so i'm excited for that next week it'll be a nice halloween treat it will be a nice halloween treat it'll be nice to have the mac back for halloween certainly yes so let's let's talk about some power five games that are coming up this weekend penn state got rolled by ohio state they felt back up the bus they got beat all right they got beat they got beat Fair enough. They're taking on Indiana. Not a whole lot of top 10 teams playing or top 25 teams playing each other, but we do have Oregon and Utah. I'm sure the real Jay-Z is going to have some things to say about that on our Thursday week nine NCAA preview show. Have you looked ahead to that right now? Oregon on the road, minus seven. It's only minus seven. A bit surprising. Only really? I mean, I, I thought it would be under a touchdown to be honest with you, I've, I've only been looking at the money line up until you told me the spread for the first time. I assumed it was around there because on the money line, you're talking about Oregon minus 250, which seems really short to me. I actually expected a closer matchup between these two. Utah coming off of that, you know, win against USC, playing good football. Utah is a team that shuts down the Ducks because they can play good defense and the Ducks rely heavily on that offense of theirs. So I was a little bit surprised actually the other way, my friend. No, that that's fair. I guess I'm still kind of kind of reeling from when Utah was a good team. Don't get me wrong. Their defense was nothing that needs that, but their offense was, was not doing what they're doing now. And my, I might be a little biased again that I think that between that and Duke Louisville, those are the only two games that we have with the top 
25 teams playing each other. Duke on the road, a good Duke team. They did give Florida State trouble. And then Louisville, 6-1. Do you have a, a sense of what that spread might be? The Louisville game? Louisville-Duke, yeah. Uh, 2.30 on Saturday. Yeah. I mean, it's probably around three or four, maybe five. I hadn't checked Nailed that it. spread yet. You hit the money, oh. hit the nail on the head there. Louisville <laughs> minus four, but uh, only an over-under of 46 in this one. Side note, the over-under on the Iowa game came in under, and it was the lowest over-under I think I've ever seen in college football. <laughs> it was the lowest one in 20 years from the article I read, so that it was quite impressive. Good job, Hawkeyes, even though that they lost That has been it. We do have some good games. Coming up, even though it might not be top 25, we got Oklahoma and Kansas. We've got Texas and BYU. We've got Notre Dame at home, USC and Cal. Okay, Washington, Stanford, Tennessee, Kentucky, Ohio State, Wisconsin should be a good game. So plenty to look forward to. Be sure to tune into our Thursday night preview show where we'll go over everything week nine and discuss how we make our bets. But let's move on. MLB, two games today, one starting at 4 o'clock, one at 7 o'clock. Could this be a better day for sports? MLB's over, my friend. It's done. There's no teams playing anymore. If we get the Phillies Astros again in the world, I mean, I, I'm going to throw things. There's going to be broken stuff in the wall house. So let me tell you, all I can say in this game is fade everything under on the Phillies tonight. To hell with the Phillies. Well, the Phillies, you'll be you'll be pleased to know last night then that the Rangers absolutely poured it on the Astros 9-2. In fact, Garcia hit a ninth inning grand slam to put them up by those seven runs. That's where it ended. So they force a game seven, which is tonight. The Rangers are on the road against the Astros. Let's pull up our MLB Today page, see what we got. We've got Christian Javier on the mound for the Astros versus Max Scherzer. So these guys are trotting out their best of their best, right? They want to make it to the finals to the world series here i'm going to pull up our game boards for mlb we'll see if the money line is i know you're fading the astros but if you do want to fade them you got to pay you get 110 on the rangers so that's over that's across almost across the board there you can get the rangers DraftKings sportsbook points bet bet rivers caesars if you want to back the astros minus 125 now i don't know what the home field advantage is in betting like what the money line odds you know, with, we know what it is in, in football. Generally, it's a it's a three-point spread there. Do the books adjust the money line at all when you've got a home team in they baseball? Do the, they do at the beginning of the season. A game like this, I, I would doubt we get any kind of adjustment, especially with the studs on the mound. With the studs on the mound to start the game, I, I, would, I mean, I could be wrong. I don't know this with an absolute certainty. I could probably look into the numbers, but this is probably neutral field odds that we're looking at especially because of the studs on the mound that that's always a huge thing because if you if you get a rookie pitcher or something they can adjust it because he's on the road they've been a long road trip you know a rookie pitcher coming in there might you know flop because of that aspect you got Mr. Scherzer on the mound you think he's gonna flop I mean or I I should say that Javier's on the mound you think he's gonna flop Uh, they don't adjust because of that and really I said there's no baseball left tonight but I can already tell you what I'm doing I'm I'm gonna take the Rangers Plus 100, first five money line on Caesars. That is not a bad bet. I think we pull that up. You pull that up on our game page and we can see exactly what that is. That is a actually a smart bet there, Aces, thinking about first five, right? We want to be aware of once these starting pitchers are out, what the bullpens can do. So that is one to look for and go over to the game page for each of these games and you can find those odds on there. I'm just pulling up first five innings. You said plus 100 on Caesars. If you don't have Caesars, you can get that at minus 105 over on points bet and then the Astros first five minus 125 on points but thank you for bringing that to our attention that's a good one how about the Diamondbacks and the Phillies for the record I'm cheering for the Astros I've got most of my money tied up in the Astros and the Diamondbacks so that's the World Series I'm cheering for I did hedge out a little bit on both sides so I'm making some money somewhere but Phillies and Diamondbacks 
the Diamondbacks don't are not going away quietly. Although the Phillies did win six to one on Saturday, the Diamondbacks are in this. It's a three a three to two series in favor of the Phillies. The Phillies are at home. Phillies are the favorite in this. Let's take a look at the money line minus one seventy five. Big favorite. Let's go over to our MLB Today page. Well, you got Merrill Kelly on the mound for the Diamondbacks, and then Aaron Nola on the mound for the Phillies. So game earlier than I would have thought for Nola. It looks like Philly's trying to close this out. Merrill Kelly, of course. Diamondbacks throwing everything they can, trying to extend this, go to game seven. So Diamondbacks on the road, the Dogs plus 158, best line over at Caesar Sportsbook. Going back to Phillies, minus 175 over on points bet, which is the best line in the market. Where are you putting your money tonight, Aces? Well, I'll tell you what I'm doing right now. I'm over here on sportsbettingintel.com. I went to the MLB tab. I went to player props. What I did is I typed in Bryce Harper, and then I typed in under, because I'm going to hammer Everything I could find on this guy under. In all seriousness, I pulled up hits here. Let's see what his under is on hits. Under a half hit looks like best value for that is over on points bet or M- M- bet MGM plus 140. Uh, I guess I can put money on bet MGM. They'll take my money. Plus 135 DraftKings, plus 127 Caesars. So the odds are actually pretty good to market value on bet MGM for that Bryce Harper under a half hit. Can he go without getting a hit, son? Now you got to remember if he gets a walk, it does not count towards this total. So maybe he goes, you know, 0 for 3 with a walk. Hey, we get plus 140 in our pocket. As an emotional hedge, I might throw a little bit on Bryce Harper <laughs> to hit a home run. So I'm ah, on get out of here. Hey, get out of um, here. Player props page on our website, available to our subscribers. So right, I'm looking at the best line. Both both DraftKings and BetMGM have the best line on this. It's plus 400. That's not as good as I was hoping for. Uh, I was hoping to get it around plus 430 or plus 440. So I'm gonna have to think about this one about if I really want to put some money down on this. But yeah, so MLB, hopefully we get a game seven in the NLCS, which would be on Tuesday, which would be tomorrow. So we'd be able to watch some Conference USA and flip back and forth to the game Diamondbacks Phillies. Game seven is tonight for Houston and Texas. So that series will end tonight. NHL, how are our Blackhawks doing, Aces? Blackhawks? I mean, you got to love the Blackhawks. They're doing well. They're doing better than anyone could have expected, right? Everybody thought they'd be, what, 0-5 at this point? And are they? No, they're not. So great, great hockey team in the Blackhawks, let me tell you. Solid 2-4 and four on the Blackhawks here. <laughs> no, <I> just... <laughs> no. Just go with what I said. We were fine with that. You didn't need to bring up the record. I, I just let, have to let the people know, out of full transparency, I am disappointed in the Blackhawks because I took them plus 1.5 on Saturday night at home, I thought they could do it. And I was like, oh, when I saw the – I didn't watch the game, so I must. I went back and I saw the score. I'm like, oh, they must have given up an empty netter. Well, in fact, uh, they they scored to to bring it 5-3. to three, So it wouldn't have been that big of a deal. Anyway, uh, Vegas was up 5-2 to two late into the third period. Are there any teams that are surprising you, other than the Blackhawks, of course, who look great? Not so far. I mean, unfortunately, I haven't had a ton of time to watch a lot of the games. I've been kind of focused, you know – on the Blackhawks and obviously the Canes too. I haven't dropped my futures bet on the Canes yet. I was hoping to get a better number, which they just there's been sticklers with that number. They will not move it. Tonight we only got that one game, and those are two teams that I haven't really watched. Actually, I didn't know either one of the goaltenders that, that they showed on the starting over there on sportsbettingintel.com. We have NHL player props too, so I was checking those out. I didn't know Jake Allen. He splits time with some, some Bolt, I think, is the other guy. And then over for the uh, Sabres, they got Comrie, who I believe he's just the backup. So I didn't even know that those two goalies were the goalies for their team. So I got to do a little more digging into the NHL this year. 
Well, let's talk about that team, Sabres and Canadians. The Canadians are on the road, so it is in Buffalo tonight. Kind of mediocre teams here. It's a 6 o'clock game. The Sabres are the favorite. They're at home, minus 180 over on points bet. Points bet doing, coming in with the favorites this today. Canadians, plus 164 over on DraftKings. Both of those are the best lines. And you mentioned it. We now have NHL player props on our website available to subscribers. So we're tracking player props, and we have NHL top player props. So you can head over there and see what the people – are betting on just as an example tonight we've got on our top player props we've got rasmus dolan for the sabers over 0.5 points at minus 166 that's a top player prop and then you got tage thompson under three and a half shots on goal plus 114 as well so another couple of great player props and then you can go over to the top player or the player props page and see exactly what you want to bet on find the best line for those we only have one game tonight so there's not too much going on but of course that will populate a lot. I'm mean, just going through the pages here quite a bit. I mean, 35 pages worth of player props for one game. So that tells, that tells you what we're tracking here on this. Absolutely. And I like the, what I've actually been doing, I've been using that new feature we have over there. If you go to the NH, you are on the NHL top player props. If you just go to the regular NHL player props tab. And for example, you mentioned Tage Thompson. So let's type in Tage Thompson, you know, shots on goal is where I'm going to go. If I'm betting player props, Shots on goal, Tage Thompson, he's at three and a half, that number you mentioned. The best line is on DraftKings. Nice new feature we have here. You can just click right on that Tage Thompson, shots on goal, and it's going to show you up what, well, they haven't played 10 games yet, but it's going to show you the last 10 games, how many shots on goal he's had over the last 10 games, where that line is at in comparison to the last 10 games. Looks like Islanders, he had 10 shots. The Flames, he had two. Lightning, he had five. Islanders, four. And the Rangers three, which was the last game. So last game, he did not cover that three and a half. Probably where that mark, why that market's at three and a half. But three of the five so far, he's covered over on that three and a half. So maybe something you use to make your bet. Oh, what a nice feature. Certainly, you don't want that to be the only deciding factor when making your bet on player props. But that is a great one to incorporate into your analysis. I, I didn't even know that was a, a function available. So that is one that I'll be poking around with, certainly as we get more uh, deeper into the NHL season. So is there anything else? I do want to touch on any NFL before we go, because we have a game tonight, Monday Night Football. Anything else that you want to touch on? Any other sports you want to bring up, Aces, before we we move to NHL, uh, NFL? No, go ahead. Move to NFL. I could use a break over here anyways. That's fine. Go ahead and take a quick (laughs) quick snoozer there. Our Bears won yesterday, 30-12. They beat the Raiders. No surprise, it's the Raiders. They stink. Uh, the Colts-Browns game was a very surprising game. A, a game that had an over-under 40 ended up with 75 points in it. So that's a big 77 points in a big surprise there. Patriots, they answered all the doubters about Bill Belichick. Is he cooked? He got his 300th win against a good Bills team, 29-25. to A couple of low-scoring games, but in general, it was a nice weekend for football. I had a very profitable weekend in football. Unfortunately, the picks that I gave out only went one and two, and that has everything to do with Justin Herbert, and he is not – He's been turned into a bit of a pumpkin this year. He really hasn't been the clutch player that we thought he was going to be. Fortunately, last night, Tyree Kell came through for us on the receptions. I took him over six and a half receptions. He ended up with 11. I wonder if I got to that 11, do I get paid double by the sportsbook? And they told me flat out, no, it doesn't work that way, fortunately. (laughs) So tonight we've got the Vikings and the 49ers. It's the last game on the slate. I'm going to pull up our game boards here. It is a seven to six, six and a half to seven point spread, depending on where you get it. So let's look at the money line first. Big favorites, obviously, San Francisco 49ers. Again, here, points by coming in with the big favorite at, with the with the best line on the big favorites. Minus 300 on points bet for the 49ers. 
You can also get it minus 315 on Bet Rivers, plus 270 for the Vikings over on Bet MGM. So that's a good line there. That's actually 10 points higher than Caesars and DraftKings and 30 points higher than Bet Rivers and points bet there. Our spread, like I mentioned, six and a half. You want to get the six and a half on the Vikings. You can get plus six and a half at minus 102. If you want the seven, you can get that at minus 114 on Bet Rivers. That six and a half at minus 102 was over on, on DraftKings. If you want minus six and a half, you're going to have to pay up. A little bit minus 125 over on points bet and bet MGM. Otherwise, minus seven is minus 105 over on Caesars. And our total is sitting at 43 and a half. I like the over in this one quite a bit. The 49ers offense is very, very good. Christian McCaffrey was questionable, but he's trending towards playing. You're not going to have Debo Samuel, but you still have Brandon Ayuk. You still have George Kittle. Awesome playmakers. And Brock Purdy's playing extremely well. And the Vikings, they've been mediocre this year, but their defense is bad enough that the Vikings are going to have to try to keep up. So I like this over 43. I'm going to go to 42 and a half at minus 130 or over 43. Eh, I'm not going to pay that 43 and a half at minus 110. So I'm going to take a look at that. But that's it for the NFL. Great, great weekend in sports this weekend. Aces, anything else you want to leave the people with before we sign off for the day? No, maybe just I'll tell one thing. I'll, I'll say one thing to the people. Head over because this is what I was doing actually while you're talking NFL. I'm not See, I'm not a big NFL guy. If I'm betting NFL, I'm betting numbers. So as far as sportsbettingintel.com goes, if I'm just going to bet numbers, I'm going over that plus EV page. I'm looking through that game you were talking about. Nothing really tickles my fancy so much, but I do see some options here. So if I did want to bet the game, head over to plus EV page, find what you want to bet based on maybe what is projected to be plus EV. So I'll leave the people with that. Yeah, good advice. Not a whole lot there for tonight's game. If you check that on Sunday morning, though, that will you will have plenty of options. You would head over to, you'd sign in, you go to SBI Scanners plus EV and pull up the best line that we're seeing. It's a big one, big money line there. Plus 550 is a plus 1.7% positive expected value bet. At This is for the full game spread, minus 21 and a half, the alt line there of the 49ers. So that's not one that I'm going to be playing. I'm not willing to pay that big money odds for some low possibilities there there are a few more we got lines up for next weekend's game so there's a few more but that's going to be it for us we've got any nfl tonight we've got mlb playoffs starting in just a couple of hours here we've got one nhl game we've got a full slate coming up tomorrow and then we've got ncaa football so yeah that'll be it for us today we'll be back on thursday with our nfl ncaa week nine preview show as we say over here at sbi you don't always have to bet but when you do wager wisely 